to an episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker, and today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. So go to lo- rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. So, you know, we gave... There's, there's a lot to talk about on today's show, and I guess, you know, we started off the last episode with some, I guess, pretty heavy stuff. You know, obviously, if you turn on the news... Uh, this week or in the past week or whatever so or even go on social media whatever the case may be you'll know by now what's going on in the country um so what i decided i'm going to do today you know since it's been a tough stretch for people last couple of months we had coronavirus you know people losing their jobs and then we have everything going on with you know the rioting and the violence that's going on all around the country and the protest uh and i kind of waited a little while to discuss that stuff just because I wanted to see how things would play out. And it's one of those situations uh, where I think that, you know, for me personally, it's disturbing to see. And I want, you know, I'm the kind of person that wants to gather all the information I can before I really get into it and really make a comment on it. And um, I appreciate those of you who have reached out to me uh, since the last episode and, you know, uh, gave me your, your ideas as well as, you know, just your compliments, you know, some agreeing with me, some not. And, you know, that's your, that's your, that's your right. Uh, and that's why we live in one of the greatest nations in the world, because we're allowed to have that opinion about certain things. We're all allowed to have different opinions on certain subjects. And we'll talk a little bit about that later, but today, uh, obviously hockey news, um, the NHL announced that uh, they're transitioning to phase two of the return plan, and that will start June 8th. Now, what exactly does that mean? That means that the the practice facilities will be open, team facilities, so like the workout rooms, all that stuff, uh, and it will be voluntary limited workouts. Uh, so that means that you know players can come back if they wish to, but they don't have to. You know all that stuff in terms of the training camps and all that stuff that will be happening i believe in july so you know it's one of those things where i think that a lot of players are going to come back i believe that you know a lot of these guys considering they've been sitting on the couch for about you know three or four months now i think that a lot of these guys are hungry to get back in shape especially with now that they know about what exactly is going to happen in terms of the rest of the season uh we're gonna have the playoffs of course in late July, maybe August. Uh, I believe that, you know, since the league has stated many times, I tend to, I'm more of inclined to to believe them that they, they've stated multiple times uh, throughout this whole process that they don't want to delay the start of this, you know, the rest of the playoffs, as well as have it affect the timetable for next season. So I would assume that they want to get things underway as soon as possible. So I would say, look for a late July instead of early August start just because, you know, then I guess the playoffs will end maybe around late August, maybe early September. I will just have to wait and see how things play out, you know, because you're going to have series go to game sevens and all that. So, and, you know, we'll talk about a little bit about more of the details in terms of more information being released, uh, with the playoffs, but let's just talk about more about, you know, the, the plan progressing to phase two. I think this is a good step in the right direction. Unfortunately, here's the thing. Um, if you've been paying attention to other sports, which I'm sure, um, 
I believe it was the University of Alabama football team. They, you know, they they allowed the NCAA allowed teams, schools, uh, f- to go back and start working out if they wish to. You know, so basically football um, and all the fall sports that kind of get start to get together around this time of year or maybe in the summer. And you know, unfortunately, players are already starting to get sick. Uh, they're starting to get the virus. I believe it was four or five players. Uh, on the University of Alabama football team, got coronavirus. And then there was another report today that a player from the Pittsburgh Penguins, unnamed, I'm sure that they'll release a name at some point uh, just to give a de- give update to the fans just so, because I'm sure there's some fans up there, out there, especially Penguin fans, of course, that are kind of interested and concerned about who it might be so we'll just keep an eye on that yeah that player also tested positive for coronavirus and here's the thing i don't think this is going to spook the league i just think that this is something that it's going to be a reality that we're going to have to accept going forward for some time um you know the league all the major sports they just can't sit around forever and wait for this thing to you know to end because it, it may be a while before this thing really completely disappears i mean then again unless you're the major league baseball who just is currently thinking of every every reason not to start, which is absolutely ridiculous. If this was a baseball show, I'd be going off on Major League Baseball. Um, I think it's, you know, they're, they're, what I will say, though, is that Major League Baseball never fails in being the highest paid sport in which the players and the owners just constantly bicker about money. Um, you know, the players make millions and millions of dollars more than any of the major sports, and these players throwing around the the poor card more times than not it's no wonder the sport is losing fans other than the fact you know it's the pace of play and all that stuff but we're not gonna get into that because this is about hockey on the show so that's i mean that's my little two cents on baseball i think they need to put their differences aside and start you know get the ball rolling on a plan because time's running out it's june okay june's june has come and major league baseball is going back and forth but guess what you know it's that's good for the NHL because then they're going to capitalize big on this regardless of, you know, fans or not just off of advertising because all these companies are going to try and make uh, up for the money for which they lost during, you know, the stoppage of play. So I could definitely see a situation uh, in which the, you know, some of the some of the sponsors that you normally see for baseball maybe jump over to. Uh, the NHL, if baseball decides not to come back. And I'm sure the NHL would figure out a situation with those those sponsorships to where, you know, they would make out like bandits. And I think that there would be a lot of fans. And because I spoke about this on past episodes, what I'm, what I'm really hoping to see eventually is hockey in the summer. I think that this is kind of a good experiment for the league to have in terms of, I mean, obviously the circumstances surrounding it is the reason why they're doing it is, most unfortunate, but I mean, we can't do anything about that at this point. I all we could do is look towards the future, and I think that hockey in the summer is going to be a very successful thing. Um, I can't see a situation in which, regardless of the success uh, in which they have, because regardless of how successful it is, we have to remember there's no fans in the stands, so you still have to think about how much money they are losing out on just because of empty arenas. So that's kind of a thing. I'm sure the league is going to keep in mind. Um, But I would love to see hockey in the summer. I think that in terms of revenue, um, and I'm sure, you know, this might be some some boring for some few of you out there that are listening to this, but 
stick with me and you'll see the reason why. So the reason I want hockey in the summer is because think about it. Regular season starting in October and in June, what's going on? You have basketball and football, two of the most popular sports in North America. And so why, you know, and around the world, um, I'm sure there are people, there's hundreds of thousands of people that watch the NHL, but there's millions of people that are also watching the NBA. And I think that just in terms of popularity, if we're talking about a particular country, you know, just the way the NBA has grown around the world, um, definitely having, I think a lot more people would be inclined and in just in terms of the popularity of the NBA to turn on and a basketball game instead of a hockey game. So, but I think this is the NHL's chance to really make their mark and really grab a lot of fans and pull a lot of fans into the sport. Uh, having said that, I think that, you know, especially with baseball being gone or somewhat the season being in jeopardy, because like I said, we don't know when that's going to come back. Honestly, in my opinion, I don't think we're going to have baseball this year. So that definitely works out for the NHL. And the reason why I'm talking about this, why the reason why I would love to see hockey in the summer, A, because as much as I love baseball, I think I'll pick going to a hockey game and chilling in my shorts and a hockey jersey in an air-conditioned arena watching one of the greatest sports on earth than sitting you know, in the, in the seats, uh, especially during the day, baking in the sun and watching my team, who I pay probably overpriced tickets for, uh, lose by seven runs. Yeah, that's just me. Um, and I think I think it's one of those things where, you know, I think that people are going to, especially even if baseball does come back, and I said this on a number of shows, um, I think that fans, especially in the hotter states such as, you know, obviously Florida, you know, we all know how, how terribly hot it gets during the summer in Florida. And then you also have L.A., you know, California in general. Uh, even in the cities like New York and Carolina, uh, I think that, especially in those cities, um, you could definitely grab a lot more fans, um, especially if baseball is off. But then again, basketball is going to be on, so that's going to be a an issue. But the reason I'm speaking about all this is because more revenue to the league, that means the salary cap will go up. That means that they will grab more sponsors, more TV rights. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. And then the league will have, you know, unfortunately, that opens up the door in the NHL for possibly super teams. Then again, I mean, we all, any of us hockey fans, we all know that players in the National Hockey League are insanely loyal towards their teams. So I don't really see that as much of an issue, but I definitely see this as an opportunity for teams and the league to promote their players a lot better. Where you know, you won't, you know, we're used to seeing NBA players or NFL players in cities uh, on these huge billboards. We could definitely see sort of a a jump in advertising and promoting players in that respect in the NHL if, you know, this whole thing works out. And so that will definitely, you know, create a lot of choices uh, for, for the league. So we'll just have to sit and wait, see how that works out. I think that this is going to be the greatest playoffs uh, yet and definitely this time off is definitely going to help promote the pro, promote the league just because the players are going to be absolutely flying all over the place. Um, so I can't wait for it, and I'm sure that it's definitely going to be you know every I think this is the perfect storm for the NHL. So we're just got to sit and wait 
and I'm sure it won't disappoint us. So speaking of choices and selection, uh, Rock Auto has definitely, our title sponsor today, Rock Auto, definitely has an amazing selection. Reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit Rock Auto and tell them Locked On sent you. So the league also countered their announcement of Phase 2 going forward by announcing also how the playoffs were going to go. I mean, we all, we all kind of knew how things were going to go. Obviously, they were going to have best of seven and then probably best of five in the opening series, in the opening series, the qualifying series. And, you know, that's exactly what's going to happen. Um, I think that was the most logical way to go about it. Uh, I don't see another solution as to where it would have gone any other way and possibly worked within the time frame the NHL wants it to. But, I mean, that's... I think this is perfectly fine. I have no complaints about it. I even like how they did. They solved the whole tiebreaker thing. So in terms of tiebreakers, obviously, I didn't, for the round robin, I assume, you know, team. I guess that means they're not going to have shootouts. I guess they're just going to play OT, and then they're just going to end it in a tie. Because um, you really don't want these teams sitting there for four, five, six, maybe ten rounds of a shootout. Um, I guess that's... I guess that was a good solution. I mean, I don't know. Then again, actually, I guess it would be, would they do shootouts? I mean, technically, their round-robin games are not exactly playoff games. Um, Then again, yeah, I guess even if it was going to be the regular playoff format with just continuous overtime, I guess that still makes sense in terms of just doing it off the points percentage from the regular season. Like I said, I don't have a problem with it. Uh, They're also going to determine... Uh, I guess home ice advantage, if you want to call it, or got, or yeah, who gets the home ice advantage, or who is the home team, which really doesn't matter in this case because they're all going to be playing in host city, so it doesn't matter at all. Um, they're going to determine the home team, quote unquote, uh, for the Stanley Cup final by uh, points percentage from the regular season. Which, yeah, I guess, I mean, that's a good thing. I, I really don't care how they were going to do it for the Stanley Cup Finals, because at that point it really doesn't matter. I don't care if they would have done it like that or they would have done it by the points. I, I mean, uh, the seating, how the teams were going to be seated. So I guess, you know, if, let's say, a one seed is playing a four in the Stanley Cup Finals and the four, for some reason, had better points percentage. I mean, that I don't think that would be the case, but I'm just saying, in, you know, for the sake of argument, um, I get the f- number four would get the, the, the home – ice quote-unquote advantage um i mean i i get you know that's just one of those little details that they throw in that i don't think is going to make anybody crazy because like i said i mean home ice doesn't matter especially in you know this playoff scenario unfortunately and i guess that's the one thing if we're looking at the playoffs this year that yeah we're all going to be excited about hockey being back after such a long pause and you know everything going on um in the hockey world and going on just around the United States and Canada and North America, just, you know, everything that's been going on the last couple of months. And I just think that no matter what solution the league was going to come up with, I think just people are just relieved that we're finally making some progress after months of just all these question marks, you know, in front of the league, we finally have some concrete answers and we're finally ready to just go move on from all this, you know, because I think that's what people want to do. I think, you know, no matter what sport it is, I think people just are just are just done. They're just tired. They're just ready to go back to everyday life. And, you know, sports is going to be the thing I think that's going to help a lot of people. 
um, yeah, I, I just I don't think the league was really trying to think outside the box with this. Obviously, with the best of five in the qualifying rounds, I mean, that was a no-brainer, like I said. Um, you know, I would like to see maybe, and this is really a big stretch. I don't think they're going to take any chances. Like I said, because I would be shocked if we go this entire playoffs without one single player getting the virus. Now, that's not I'm not I'm not sitting here and saying I want someone to get the virus. I'm just saying at this point of the game, you know, cuz like I said, this thing from what I've heard and what I've read, um it seems like this virus is going to be around for a lot longer than people are going to want it to be, unfortunately. And you know, you already see athletes once again, you know, with them in in the NCAA and you know some players still in the NHL. Uh, you know, you already see them still getting the virus. There's still cases popping up here and there across the United States. Uh, so unfortunately, that's just it's going to way to go. Um, it would be a cool storyline for a team. You know, I'm not like I said, I'm not saying in any shape or form that I'm wishing a player, regardless if it's on the Lightning or if it's on an opposing team, that the Lightning is playing at any point in time. I am not wishing that upon anyone because this is something that is terrible. I know people that have gotten this virus. I know people that have lost loved ones to it, and it's a terrible thing. And so, but the story for storyline's sake, it would be very interesting, and it would be kind of a story, a good storyline to have a Stanley Cup winner possibly have one of their top players miss some significant time to this thing and end up winning it. And that would be a good storyline. I think it would be very great for hockey, regardless of who the team is. Um, if the Lightning are out it out of it at that point in time, it's unfortunate. That's what it happens. We'll deal with that uh, when we get to it. But, yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things where we're going to have to deal with it and the players are going to have to deal with it. And I'm sure the league is ready and locked and loaded and ready to go. Like, like I stated on previous episodes, they're going to be – testing these players on a nightly basis what results getting back to them in in the morning so you know it's one of those things where i also feel like the players are going to be in their own hotel rooms anyway which i'm sure they already are uh, you know on a regular basis so it also cuts down the chance of them spreading it if they do in fact have it so but yeah like i said you know if if a player does get it don't be surprised that's just the way it's going to have to be and hopefully, you know, if someone does get it, they get it very early on in the playoffs so they could possibly return for if their team is still in it to play, play out the rest of the playoffs. So, yeah, I mean, we're just going to have to sit and wait. Uh, unfortunately, we have all these answers and we still have a lot of question marks ahead of us in terms of how things are going to play out. But I'm, I'm grateful that I get to sit here and talk to you guys about it uh, on a weekly basis. And that's what we're going to do. And maybe once we start getting interviews from players in terms, you know, with the training camp starting to open up in July, we'll we'll start ramping it up. I'm definitely going to want to start to ramp up the show frequency. Once that starts off, we'll probably go from three to four or maybe three to five uh, and maybe throw in a couple of bonus episodes with, you know, on the weekends or so. So we'll just keep an eye out for that, of course, you know, always go to. Locked on LO underscore lightning at, on Twitter. Uh, you know, follow me on Twitter as well at APDENKER. And then if you have any questions or, you know, just want to give a shout out to the show or, you know, I, I really want to start doing a mailbag. Uh, you guys have been great with the responsiveness and, you know, just the communication in general of, you know, 
emailing into the show, uh, dis- discussing things that have you know I've spoken about on the show. But I'm not getting a lot of questions. I'm getting questions here and there, but I want to get questions from as many people as possible. You know, so we could have a mailbag. Maybe we'll do that once things start to frequent up. And, you know, if you guys have any questions or concerns or just comments, uh, obviously get on that and we'll maybe have a mailbag thing. Um, Yeah, so super excited for the playoffs. Uh, It's just one of those things where the more information we get, the more excited we get. But then the excitement kind of starts to dwindle because you realize we're still many we're still far ways away from uh, things actually coming to fruition and play starting to, and players starting to get back on the ice. So unfortunately, that's the way it is. But yeah, and also you know this is I believe in many ways the Lightning's playoffs to mess up on their own. You know I think that with the team that's rolling out now, healthy, uh, rested, and ready to go, uh, they're the best team. If you know, obviously they're one of the best already going in. But I believe that they they might even be better than the Bruins. Um, but yeah, they're gonna have to get back together, get the chemistry flowing, and but I fully believe that you know if they play the right way, the way we all know they can play, they could definitely lift the cup at the end of the playoffs. So as I stated at the top of the show, uh, you know I kind of spoke about some of the stuff that I spoke on the last episode, and I kind of wanted to end the show on that note, um, kind of discuss a little bit more about what I said. Uh, on the last episode in case anybody had an issue with it in case anybody was sort of misunderstood um, I thought I was very clear in what I said in terms of what's going on in the country right now Um, and yeah it's just it's an unfortunate time Uh, it's nothing new this is an issue that's been going on for not only a couple years now it's been going on in many shapes and forms for the last 100 400 years you know and it and not only happens in the united states it happens in canada it happens in europe it happens all over the place and i think that sports is the perfect thing to you know bring everybody together regardless if you're not a sports fan or not just because i believe that you know these athletes they they have a lot more power than they give themselves credit for uh you know you see in the nba especially players are very vocal about racial issues as well as the NFL we're all no strangers to how Colin Kaepernick has been a very vocal voice for so many probably the last I want to say two years now um but it was really nice to see uh Evander Kane finally kind of I guess promote himself as you know, the front runner, I guess the lead man, if you want to say it for, you know, this issue in the NHL, because it's not something that is very much talked about in the sport. It seems like the NHL or just the game of hockey in general has really, I guess you could say a, just, just don't talk about it. Silent culture kind of thing Um, with everything that's come to light about racial issues within the past four, four to six months in the NHL, and then obviously this happening. And then, all, and of course, rounding it out with Evander Kane kind of stepping up to the plate and calling out certain individuals, especially uh, one of the faces of the NHL and Sidney Crosby. I think that this is an ap- absolutely opportunistic time for the NHL to really nail it down uh, in terms of really, you know, making an effort to really, you know, not only do it through actions, because, yes, we all want to see actions. We all want to see action in terms of, inclusion um 
donations to notable charities towards the effort of racial equality and things that prevent racial injustice. Um, and I think that, unfortunately, it's, it's just an, a weird kind of scenario in a way because there's, let's be realistic, there's not many black or African-American players in the NHL. It's just one of those sports where I guess it's one, you know, it's just, I, it's a very difficult situation as to where, you know, how to go with this just because I guess it's not very much promoted within that ethnicity. You know, a lot of players, a lot of people, especially, you know, a lot. I have many, I have a number of African-American friends, black friends, minority friends. Um, it's just hockey's just not one of those things that's in their peripheral vision. Um, and I think the NHL needs to do a better job of really promoting that towards that demographic. Um and it's definitely, you know, helpful to have guys like P.K. Subban, um, you know, Evander Kane. Um, the list goes on of some of these players. I mean, there's not many, but there's still a good number of players. And But it's not just going to be all on them. It has to be on guys like Alex Ovechkin, Sidney Crosby, Connor McDavid, you know, all the young faces of the NHL, all the big faces of the NHL, all those guys need to step up and come together because at the end of the day, the NHL is one big family, the hockey family, their hockey family, and they really need to come together and really do something and really figure out. Um, and it was a good start in the right direction with, you know, immediately, I believe it was a day or so after Evander Kane's comments towards Sidney Crosby, Sidney came out and said, you know, he, he needed to educate himself more and he needed to be more vocal. So that was a good step in the right direction. And then Ovi came out and, gave his condolences to the Floyd family as well as touching upon how we all needed to start, you know, loving each other more. And really, I think it's a step in the right direction, but I need to see more. I need to see more players, uh, you know, speak up, speak on this. And I just think that it's going to be, like I said on my last episode, when I opened up the show discussing all this stuff, it's going to be, it's not going to happen overnight. Unfortunately, I know we all want to see change happen overnight, but it's not that's just not how the world works that's not how anything works cuz it's not going to it's going to take time for these things um i believe like i said i believe in people and i believe that we are going to head in the right direction with this uh this isn't just going to be something that people are going to kind of forget about in 3 or 4 months or whatever the case may be i believe that this is finally with the amount of attention and everybody on social media coming together um on this, I believe that you know we're starting to make some progress on that. Um, but the the real key is to really not take your your foot off the pedal with this because you know if you do, then you're unfortunately you're you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. And you know, with that said, you know I'm happy to announce that the Locked On Lightning show we're gonna donate the revenue to, uh, to, from June coming up and all our revenue that we generate and everything. Uh, towards a charity that is going to help uh, fight racial injustice and all that, all those issues that come with it. And we're not really sure yet what we're exactly going to do. Uh, a lot of the Locked On shows are working together to pick one charity that we could all agree on, and we're all going to put our revenue from this upcoming month to you know towards that good cause, and we're going to continue um, you know helping out in that effort. And we also have some things behind the scenes that I can't really discuss yet, 
but we have some cool stuff, um, some really beneficial stuff that we're going to be coming out with within maybe the next couple of weeks or so. Hopefully, uh, super excited about it. Uh, I can tell you right now that I'll give you a hint that I'll be part of it. And so once I'm, you know, once we got all the details uh, worked out and, you know, everyone's going to be on the same page, uh, I'm going to drop that information to you guys, of course, you know, on Instagram. Follow me at DankyDank. And that's D-E-N-K-Y underscore D-E-N-K. You know, I obviously you want to keep tabs on the Twitter pages, of course. But, you know, I also drop some stuff on my Instagram as well. So, you know, go to that if you want to follow. If not, just, of course, we'll be dropping the same information on the Twitter pages as well. So just keep an eye on that. Um, Like I said, it's going to be a tough process. But we're going to strive for progress every single day. And I'm super excited to get on board with everybody else uh, here at Locked On. And, you know, we're going to be dropping some cool stuff and we're going to definitely be doing our part to help uh, the movement out there because that's what it's all about is everybody coming together. So that's been it for today's episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you on the next one.